All right. Well, hello and welcome. Welcome and hello. Today is Thursday, which means that it is vlog day. And as usual, I got a really good vlog for you. I was off last week. I feel so out of practice. It's ridiculous. But I was off last week. I was unplugged. I was feeling good. I was interacting uh, maybe a little bit on Instagram. We're very excited to have notblowingsmoke.org. They're going to be at VaporCon West, which we're going to talk about in just a little minute. Um, I do have some topics that I wanted to talk about, things that have been happening over the last week. I do have a bunch of first impressions. I do have a beer. Remember last week there was a fella Christian who sent me some glasses and some beer. Uh, I gave a shout out to him and his shop, which I don't remember the name of. It's called, I didn't want to look, uh, Great Vape. That's right. Um, so I'm going to taste his beer this week out of his tulip glass. Like I said, there's a lot of first impressions, a lot of announcements. You know what? I always do this, but let me get my vlog notes out so I actually have something to... Uh, Something to go, something to go by, some sort of guideline. So I'm just not uh, out here all pink and naked, not knowing what I'm talking about. Um, yeah, so there's going to be some shout outs. We are going to try to get to both viewer mail and music. Um, I apologize, I don't have a retro vaping portion uh, planned right now or set up right now. I can't make any promises. I just cannot make any promises right now for retro vaping. I was uh, very uh, unprepared, quite honestly, for this vlog, but I do have some vlog notes. Okay, so here's here's the first thing. This is the this is the last time I'm going to mention this ever to anyone ever. So for those of you wondering, pay attention now because I'm not saying this ever again. No. Amber and myself are not together anymore. People keep asking, where's Amber? Where's the jam attack? Where's all this? Where's all that? If you've noticed, I am in a new surrounding. I was in a new surrounding previously. I'm in a new surrounding now. I live down in Southern California. Amber and I are not together anymore. We do still talk a lot. We have to run Amber Juice together. It's uh, you know, an amicable situation. I am trying to keep my personal life a little bit more personal. I still want to be as interacting, uh, interacting, sure, as possible regarding emails, comments, questions, uh, you know, going on, on, on shows like uh, the reviewers queue or the plumes of hazard or, or the VP live show or stuff like that. And I'm, I'm generally an open and honest person and what you see is what you get. And there's going to be a whole side of my life now in, in my personal life. That's just not going to be a public thing. That's just going to be for me. Um, I'm just trying to keep things a little bit more, a little bit, the personal things are going to be a little bit more personal. But that doesn't mean that we can't hang out. That doesn't mean we can't be friends. That doesn't mean that, uh, you know, we can't hang out at a vape meet and drink beer and vape um, and, you know, do all that normal stuff. Speaking of vape meets, I am going to be in Pittsburgh at the VCC event. I'll post a link in the uh, description to where you can get more information on that. In fact, before I forget, I'm just going to pull it up here on the... Uh, uh, VCC, uh, Pittsburgh, no, VCC Pittsburgh, uh, VCC PA, Vaping Convention Circuit, I will be there, uh, Namber Juice will be there, I know for sure that Sean from the Plumes of Hazard will be there, I'm not sure who else is going, I thought Matt was going, but I'm not sure. I thought Flitzy was going, and I know he's not going, which is fine. He's just my dear, dear friend that I'm going to miss like crazy. But yeah, 
Uh, VCCPA will be there June 13th and 14th. Additionally, additionally, you know what we're doing again? Uh, let's go there. We are doing VaporCon West again, and I don't gen I don't I haven't mentioned this. I haven't talked about it just because me and my partner Brandon, along with the Northern Nevada Vapors, uh, have just been plugging away. This is my plugging away motion. We've just been plugging away at getting this event organized. It's kind of coming down to the wire. We've got a little bit left to do, but VaporCon West, Reno, Nevada, July 10th and 11th, 2015. We've got a great selection of vendors lined up. The hotel is amazing. Uh, the Pepper Mill in Reno is just an unbelievable facility. To those that attended last year can attest to just how great and accommodating they were. Um, it's going to be a really fun event. Uh, I, I've been organizing, well, I not by myself, but I've had a lot of help from a lot of different people. Back in 2011, uh, myself, Lou from Vape TV, uh, Violet, uh, and Jack and Scott and Adam from VaporCast, now Niquid, we all created an event, uh, VaporCon, in Richmond, Virginia. This is not VapeCon, this is VaporCon. We did it first, 2011, look it up. VaporCon, we did it in Richmond, Virginia, great show. We did it again, VaporCon, in 2012, Richmond, Virginia. We did it again, VaporCon 2013, Richmond, Virginia. Then in 2014, we decided to split it up and have VaporCon West out on the West Coast and have VaporCon East out in the East Coast in Richmond, Virginia. And that continues to this day. And I missed the last VaporCon East in Richmond and I would love to get there this year and I hope that can happen. But yes, we're doing VaporCon West. We did it last year at the Pepper Mill 2014. It was a freaking great show. And we're doing it again 2015. Now, VaporCon has never been a trade show. I love going to ECC. I loved going to Vape Summit, which I hope to talk about just a little bit. But VaporCon is more about vendor to consumer relationships. It's open to the public both days. There's no sort of B2B session. This isn't an industry trade show. This is a vape meet. This is an old school, fun, drink beer and vape with your friends vape meet. And we accomplished it last year, and I feel like we knocked out of the park. I feel like it was one of the best meets of the year, quite honestly. I had so much freaking fun there, and we hope to do it again. Um, Ruby Roo uh, is going to be out there with her new juice line. We've got a whole slew of awesome vendors. Matt and V from Suck My Mod are going to come up, hoping to just get all my friends up to Reno, up to my old stomping grounds to uh, to have a great meet. I think it's going to be really, really fun. So. Uh, so yeah, that's a thing. Uh, moving forward, before we get to any beer, there's two things I wanted to talk about, and one of them is the iStick 50 watt safety issues that have been going around. Now this is a thing that is real. I thought it was like an isolated incident, like, oh, that's only happening to a couple of people. Oh, that's only, you know, an isolated thing. It's not, it's pretty widespread, and it seems to be happening to a lot, 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 lot more people. Now a fellow named uh, Wesley posted a picture on, his Facebook, um, yeah, it looks like a friggin' exploded iStick 50 watt. It doesn't look pretty. He said he was charging it overnight, which is probably never really a good idea. I've got completely out of the habit of charging anything overnight. If something is charging, I'm here in my office watching it charge. I have a little, uh, my dad's old suitcase down here that you can't see with all my chargers on it. If something's charging, I'm in here to watch it charge to be present when it's charging um these lipo packs that we're using in a lot of these mods aren't uh 
Ooh, I mean, if you talk to any of the high-end RC car people, they don't just charge a lipo pack unattended. They put it in a specialty bag and charge it. These bags are meant to contain any sort of venting or explosion that could happen. That's like the standard practice for them. So I don't know when we're going to get caught up to that, but as it stands right now, we're selling these mods with lipo packs on the inside. We're just selling them to people saying, yeah, go plug it into your USB charger while you sleep. That's probably not the greatest idea. We need to kind of come up with our own uh, our own safety standards. But uh, yeah, so if you bought an iStick 50 watt recently, and I just gave it a pretty glowing review on my uh, Wildcard Wednesday about two weeks ago, this is before any of that happened, and I I still stand by the iStick 50 watt. I think it's great, but I want it to I want to make sure it's safe. I want to make sure I don't think uh, you know eLeaf has released anything saying oh we had some bad batteries or some bad connections or anything like that. Just if you have a 50 watt, be very, very careful. So moving forward, before beer, one last thing I want to talk about. Uh, I met some guys, met some guys at the Vegas Vape Summit. Um, Vegas Vape Summit was a really fun event. I had personally had a really great time. I got to hang out with my friends in Las Vegas, which, I mean, was unbelievable. Omboy OC was there. Twisted Messes was there. Ruby Roo, Matt and Vanessa. Uh, Russ and Ashley, who uh, just got married. Uh, my 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 most congratulations to you guys. I love you guys like crazy. Got to hang out with a lot of really cool people, meet some really cool people. Um, picked up a couple cool things, which we're going to talk about in the first impressions. But I met these guys from Indonesia, and they are having a hell of a time with vaping over in Indonesia. We're having a hell of a time with vaping here, but they are having a hell of a time with vaping in Indonesia. And he sent me this video, and he showed me the video at at the Vegas Vape Summit, and I had to change the music. Um, he used Coldplay, <laughs> and which, while it's a great song, and it's a very powerful song, and it goes along with the video really, really well, I didn't want to show the video on my YouTube and then have the... Uh, have it get flagged because of a Coldplay song in it. So I hope you guys don't mind. I just took out the music and I put in some, I bought some royalty free music to put in there that kind of keeps the, keeps the vibe of the video going just so I don't get flagged for copyright infringement. But over in Indonesia, smoking is very, very, very accepted much, much more than it is here in the United States. Um, something like in the video, I think it says 67% of males in Indonesia smoke cigarettes. And of that 60%, like some ridiculous number started between the ages of 10 and 13 or 11 and 13 or something like that. So these are kids start smoking, smoke their whole life. And so they have this whole campaign campaign that is uh, tar free. The basically the way that they explained it to me was there's so much science and studies and happening right now around uh, vaping and there's all the anti-vaping uh, you know, groups and people that are saying, oh, well, we just don't know what's in them. We don't have any conclusive studies. We don't know what's in them. It could, it could be bad. One thing we know for goddamn sure is that there is zero tar in vaping. And that's what they're basing their whole campaign around is zero tar in vaping. So what I wanna do, I'm gonna take two minutes right now. I want everyone to watch this video. I'm gonna play it for you. And uh, it, it's a pretty powerful video. After the video, um, I mean, not after the video, I'll post links in the description to uh, to their web pages, to their Facebook group, so where you can get uh, where you can get more involved and join this uh, this no tar tar free uh, campaign. So here's the video. Thank you. 
So yeah, it's kind of uh, it's kind of just an incredible video. It's 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 powerful. Um, I'll post a link in the description, like I said, to their Facebook group where you can get involved. And the original video, just the video, is on YouTube. Uh, feel free to share it around or share it on your your Facebook or your blogs or whatever you uh, whatever you post stuff to. So now I want to get, pardon me, Robin Stewart. Sorry, Sheik. I am so sorry, Sheik. Um, Right now, I want to get into some beer, so expect a lot more burping. So Christian, hell of a guy, sent me over some uh, beautiful tulip glasses and some beer. He sent me uh, a Sammy Smith organic chocolate stout, which basically got, I mean, trash can, which basically got consumed uh, sort of right away. I was just so excited about that one. But this beer, this beer is a Belgian triple, and I don't know if you're noticing this. Yeah, that's a freaking cork. Freaking scared corks. You're scared of corks. I'm not scared of corks. I am scared of corks. Now I can't pronounce this uh this beer. It's <laughs> Ruby, help. Merit Oh good god, I'm bad at this. Mar you? Anybody? Maridsu? Maridsus? Maridsus? I don't know. Seuss. It's definitely Merid Seuss. Uh, it's a Belgian uh, triple traditional Benedictine triple. Uh, it's got some pretty good reviews on Beer Advocate. It's got a 88%, which is a very good score. I'll post a link in the description to the Beer Advocate site and to their official uh, website where you can check it out if you want. Now, I'm a big fan of Belgian beers and... You know, Ruby Roo likes to give me a hard time about, oh, you know, you all you do is drink dark beers. That's not entirely true, because in the last two vlogs, I have not had a dark beer. God, I'm scared of corks. People say to twist the bottle. <sighs> oh, God. Oh, it smells good. It smells, uh, smells Belgian-y. So... Of course, what I'm going to do is pour this carelessly over my keyboard into a tulip glass. It's uh, It seems to be quite effervescent, as some people would say. I call it uh, carbonated. Look at that. Ooh, look at that head. Look at that. Look at that. Ruby would be proud. Look at that head. This is a nice... Uh, sort of tan colored head it's a little bit darker in real life than it is on the camera it's uh, not even barely translucent it looks kind of cloudy and brown uh, you can't really see any bubbles happening but it seems very carbonated it smells uh, Belgian -y. it smells citrusy it smells citrusy maybe a little bit herbally like a little bit of like orange peel or coriander or something in there Smells good. All right, so Christian, thanks. Here's to ya. Yeah, uh, it's light. Um, it does taste a little bit alcoholy, like I can taste a little bit of the alcohol. It's 10% alcohol, um, which is good. I mean, that's good in a beer. That's what you're after. High alcohol content. Um, it is... Uh, on the sweet side, it's a little bit sweet. It's very clean. It's uh, very effervescent. There's like a weird note in there that I get uh, in the aroma. I don't know if that's like a coriander or a, or a spicy type of flavor. I like it. 
I really like it. Uh, I like Belgian beers. I like Belgian triples. I like Belgian quads. And I like, you know what, stouts. And I think next week, next week I might do that Firestone. Next week I might do that Firestone that I picked up at, uh, I picked up at uh, Bevmo when we went beer shopping. And you guys got to see me go, you got, got to. Like it's some sort of fucking privilege to get to go beer shopping with Grim Green. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we all went beer shopping and I picked up that Firestone Reserve and I'm pretty excited about drinking that. Maybe we'll do that next week. But this week it's all about this, this Belgian triple that I can't pronounce. Thank you, Christian, so much uh, for sending this my way. I'm going to enjoy this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Day drinking. Just drinking in the day. Maple. That's what I'm tasting is a mapley flavor. <coughs> Pardon me. Sorry, Sheik. I'm definitely tasting there's like a, a, a maple note in here. Maple! That's what I'm tasting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's like a very slightly mapley note. That's what I'm tasting. Um, what juice would I pair with this? I have no idea. Maybe this? Mm, nah, I have nothing. Oh, you know what? This might actually pair well with it. Um, it's not often I give shout-outs to other juice vendors, but uh, Ruby Roo launched her new juice line. Lane Cove Vapor. Uh, the Maii... My has been uh, has been just spectacular for me. Yeah, my and Belgian beers. That's gonna be my new thing. Great, great, great stuff. Great, great, great. Never felt better. So here's what we're doing. We're moving forward into some shout outs. Uh, I need to give a shout out and I don't know where this came from. Dave, I think I met him or someone that works for him at the Vegas Vape Summit. He, uh, pardon me, Robin, what is in the news? Robin, seriously, Stuart, how's your body? Still gone? <laughs> Uh, so Dave uh, runs a shop. Uh, it's the Olive Clouds, and it's kind of a pun. Olive Clouds, all of clouds, but he spells it olive like the uh, like the vegetable. Is that a vegetable or a fruit? What the fuck is an olive? What's an olive? I'm not trying to sound like Jessica Simpson right now. I don't know what an olive is. I mean, I know what it is, but what is it? Have you ever thought about that? What is an olive? Let me turn down my Facebook notifications. What is an olive? Anyway, he runs Olive Clouds uh, Vaping. I'll post a link in the description to their Facebook page. It looks like it's on 11 East Main Street, Shelby, Ohio. Absolutely consider yourself shouted out over there, Dave at Olive Clouds. Um, I believe they were at, um, I believe they were, some, where did I meet him? I met him at Vape Bash. That's where I met him. I met him at Vape Bash. That's right. He has a page, he has a picture on his page. Vape Bash Chicago. Dave Olive Clouds. Absolutely. Uh, consider yourself shouted out. That's awesome. Um, head over there if you're in Ohio, 11 East Main Street, Shelby, Ohio, and you can go. Uh, hey, they carry. Uh, you can pick up some Epic Clouds there, some donut pounder and some pineapple cake. Damn right you can. So thank you. Uh, Thank you, Dave. I appreciate that. Um, consider yourself shouted out. Second, I want to give a shout out to Laura. I've talked about Laura from 
time to time in my vlog. Laura is just, uh, she's just super cool. She's, I mean, she's obviously very beautiful, very, very cool girl. Um, and she very, <laughs> she very randomly messages me. Like if you go through our Facebook, it's like, um, November and then January and then, oh, November, December, then nothing, <laughs> nothing since December. And then like three days ago, she messages me. Uh, she says, hey man, long time no talk. Hope everything is awesome with you and Callie. She says, I thought of a really lame vape joke. And since I don't know that many vapors personally, I figured I'd tell it to you. Are you ready for Laura's just top-notch vape joke? Go ahead, spread this around to your friends. What religion are vapors? Wiccan. You know, because wicks, wick in, wick in, wiccan. Rim shot. I thought that was... Uh, I thought that was pretty funny. So thank you, Laura, for sending that my way. That I chuckled. Uh, I chuckled. I didn't laugh. I didn't guffaw. I didn't LOL. But I chuckled. I went, <laughs> uh, Wiccan. So there you go. Thank you. <laughs> thank you, Laura, for sending that over my uh, way. I do have some other shout-outs to do. I want to give a shout-out. This is a long time coming. Marcus. Um, met Marcus at ECC last year. Anyway, I have an email from him. It says, hey, Nick, my name is Marcus. I build the Voop Life toilet paper caddies for Rick at RJ Vapes. Uh, I met you at ECC, and then again when you were visiting RJ Vapes. This was a while ago. This was back in, uh, when was this, October or November? Um, uh, anyway, uh, I quit smoking cigarettes on May 31st, 2014, and I credit you for taking me beyond the ego and uh, into the high-end level of mech mods, allowing me to successfully quit smoking. Um, your videos are what led me to RJ Vapes uh, in search of Namber Juice, which turned me onto Epiclouds, ultimately led to a relationship with Rick and Janet, and the creation of the Voop Life Toilet Caddy. Now, these things are cool. I have one, but it's not mounted anywhere in my apartment um, just because my, my bathroom is, well, it's the size of a closet, and I don't really have any place for it, which is killing me because I want to put it somewhere. Maybe I can put it somewhere. I'm trying to think of where I can put it. Anyway, um, yes, Rick and Janet at RJ Vapes are just uh, are just good people. And thank you, Marcus, for creating the Voop Life uh, toilet caddy. And if you haven't seen one, I should go grab mine. No, I don't. I can't. I don't even know where it is. Hang on. Let me go grab mine. I think I know where it is. <laughs> It wasn't where I thought it was, but it, here it is. So he made this. Voop Life, Grim Army. You mount it uh, on your on your wall with these holes, and it's made out of wood, and this is carved. You can kind of see through it. It's got, uh, it's got a place for mech mods, right? Box mods. Will this fit in here? Yes. That fits on there. Juice bottle. Look at that. Voop life, right there. If you want to be in the Voop life, then you'd be in the Voop life. And then there's places for atomizers, which is weird. Like, why would you put an atomizer? Hang on, I'm trying to grab one. Like, there's places for uh, uh, an atomizer. So if I, I can put a tank there, <laughs> if I wanted to. There's like these little cutouts for atomizers. So if you're into the Voop life, you can put this in your bathroom and uh, holds a roll of toilet paper. So uh, that's, I think it's, I think it's 
fucking hilarious, honestly. I think it's super cool. Um, I'm dying to get this mounted somewhere in my uh, in my bathroom. Maybe I should just mount it in here. Maybe I should put it here, and just it can hold mods, and then I can put I can cut like a roll of of uh, I can cut a roll of of uh, paper towels and put them on there instead of constantly having to run to the kitchen for paper towels. But yeah, absolutely. Marcus, shout out. Thank you so much for uh, thank you so much for creating that. I think that's uh, I think that's super cool. Last shout out before we get to any first impressions. Um, fellow named Brian. Now this comes uh, this is back in February, so I'm hoping that he sees this. Uh, he says, Hey Nick, we have spoken before several times on Instagram in passing. I don't expect you to remember. I've always meant to sit down and write you an email. I just never thought you'd even have the time to answer, but I figure I'd give it a shot. Um, he, uh, I, he shares his vaping story with me. He started vaping about a year and two months ago on January 1st, 2014. Um, 2015, uh, finally kicked cigarettes completely. Uh, anyway, I would like to request a shout out for my girlfriend, Kayla. We're both Starbucks baristas and she is vaping, but I feel like she could use a little encouragement to make the final push to kick off analogs completely. Work makes it hard. For her, but I think seeing you shout her out when she watches your vlog, she might be inspired. Second, if you're willing and to have the time, I want advice on several products. Uh, I started working at a local BNM. I'm helping them push their products into Authentics, and I would like some of your input. Uh, I believe I did get back to you about that, but yes, consider yourselves shouted out. Brian, Kayla, Starbucks baristas. Absolutely, Kayla, stick with it. You know what I mean? And it's it's harder for some people than it is for others. Just just the way it is. And there's no rules in vaping. There are so many devices and so many tanks, so many atomizers. Um, try to find something that works for you. Whatever works for you is the best, is awesome. Uh, for a while, for me, you know, I went through the whole stages of atomizers and cardamizers and cardo tanks and pro tanks and all this stuff and they were all good and you know you move around and you find things that you like and when you find something that you like you have that like vaping moment where you go yes this this is great and hopefully uh you can find something like that but yes i would encourage you to stick with it and i've said this before and i say it again that even if you smoke a pack a day and you pick up vaping and then that pack a day habit turns into like a pack a week habit or like a pack every two weeks habit, that is a win. That is cutting down your cigarette consumption. That is a win and you don't instantly have to just pick up a vape and throw your cigarettes away. Like there's no rules. You can use vaping however you want to use it. You can adjust your, your nicotine to where it feels comfortable. This is, uh, I mean, you know, it's something that you can... Uh, that you can use to get to uh, to get you to where you want to be. So absolutely, Kayla, Brian, stick with it. Stick with the vaping. Congratulations, Brian, on your new job at your local brick and mortar store. I hope it's going very well for you. But uh, absolutely, thank you for sharing your story with me. So uh, we covered VaporCon West. I stick 50 watt. Uh, the no tar video. We did drink beer. We did do shout outs. And what I want to do now? What religion are vapors? Wiccans, Padukes. Uh, I want to do some uh, first impressions. All right, so the first, the first first impressions I want to do are, are not really first impressions. I mean, this is going to be something that I probably won't review just because he made such a limited run on them. 
And it's kind of like, I'm like, they, you know, n these, these devices are, uh, are not going to be for sale. <laughs> it's like, it's kind of like if you got one, then you got one. And if not, then sorry, you will never get one unless you buy it secondhand for a lot more money. But science of vaping, whose table I visited over there at the, uh, over there at the Las Vegas Vape Summit, he made a bunch of Star Wars themed mods. And this is the Stormtrooper one. It's got the Imperial symbol. It's got a blaster printed on the side. And it's a mech mod and atomizer sort of combo. You can use this mech mod as a standalone mech mod. And you can use this atomizer as a standalone atomizer. Might keep the mech mod around. I think it would look uh, cool in the slut with, like a, with this combo in the slut, like the black on white. I think that would look really cool. It's got a weird deck. Um, let me vape some of this juice off here. You won't be able to see the deck. I have no pictures of the deck without it wicked. Uh, Chuff, uh, my good buddy Chuff, who created the freaking Chuff top cap, um, he picked one of these up as well. And he had someone else build it for him because it's such a weird and wonky deck. I'm trying to vape this juice off. So that I can get to show you the deck. Now I'll post a link in the description to Science of Vaping or maybe where you could possibly pick these up. But um, this is the same one Chuff has. My whites match a little bit better. The one that he had, the white on the cap was a little bit more yellow than the white on the body, and it was driving him insane. He's like, I can't look at it and not see two different color whites. I don't know if that's going to pick it up, but mine's basically the same color white. So the deck, here's the build I have on it, and it's designed for vertical coils, okay? He has it set up so, let me see if I can uh, show you this deck. There's a, two negative posts on the side that are oddly placed and then he's got a vertical center post that you wrap your coils or your leads around. So it's it's kind of designed for vertical coils, but I threw a horizontal build in there. I used 24 gauge anarchist wire, and you can kind of see that the negative leads are oddly placed. They're all kind of on one side. I feel like he could have moved this one down just a little bit, and it would have made it much easier for uh, for horizontal coil builds rather than, than just vertical coil builds. I'm not a huge fan of vertical coil builds. And unfortunately, I've got a couple atomizers recently that do require vertical coil builds. Um, I like horizontal coil builds. I like the air going in across the coils and up. I don't know. Vertical coils have always been a little bit weird for me. A little, uh, a little bit weird for me. But it's a cool mod. The, the only weird thing, and it doesn't really do it anymore, but when I first got it, the button was very, very zippy, borderline crunchy. It was almost like a crunchy button. The more and more I've used it, the more smooth and smooth it's gotten. And at this point, you can't even... There's no zippiness or no crunchiness or anything. It just... It's a really glidey, smooth button now. I think there was... It had to have been some residual like flakes or something, something from the machining process in there. It uses the standard, you know, horrible two post, you know, two screws in the top cap 
Delrin insulator on the button. Um, you know, they look like uh, silver-plated contacts, like silver-plated brass, silver-plated copper, possibly. It does hit really, really nice. This build came out to my general build around 0.2 to 0.19 ohms. But yeah, it's been great. It's been fun. It's a fun little mech mod, and it just uh, I just like the way that it looks. So, not doing a review or first impressions of that. I probably won't ever do a review for that. There's one other thing that I wanted to talk about that I may or may not do a review for. This just came in. This tank, this mod I got from Beast Mode Mods at uh, the Vegas Vape Summit. SX350, it does like 100 watts. Actually, let's just look right now and see what wattage it does. And I need to remember that I was at 47 watts. 54, 55, this is just, this is just going to keep going as high. 60, I think it does 80 watts. Anyway, this is going to keep going. This is the BMI. Uh, I picked this up from the guys that make it. Um, and it was cool. And it's zombie green. And I have my matching zombie green dot mod drip tip. Dot mod will be at VaporCon West. 87, 88, 89, 90. Still going up. Uses a dual 18650. 95, 96, 97, 98, 99. 100 watts is the max. Boom. 100 friggin' watts. That is insane and when you get to the top it doesn't loop back around so now i have to sit here and hold the down button so that it keeps going down runs on a dual 18650 it's all machined in-house out of stainless steel stainless steel it doesn't feel like aluminum it's a very heavy weighty mod it just feels heavy the only gripe i have with it so far is the back door the back door on it uh, is kind of weird, especially when I'm holding it, and I'll get to that in a second, but what I really wanted to talk about was this Beyond Vape Silo, uh, Silo Beast. So Beyond Vape released the Silo tank a while ago, and God, I don't think I did a review for that one either. I think it was also in a vlog, which is weird, but it uses the Aspire, it used uh, the Aspire Nautilus coils, where they released the Silo Beast that uses their own coils and it uses the Aspire Atlantis or Atlantis V2 coils. I love the coils that they have in here. Um, it has a big wide open airflow, but it's actually very slightly restricted. This could be like my favorite draw of all time. The Beast, the Silo Beast coils inside the Silo Beast tank, the draw is just nice it's just so smooth and swooshy and it feels like a very nice saturated saturated vap look at that drip tip how cool is that dot mod drip tip just matches the mod so well sorry about the black dots they still exist they're right there just a goddamn good vape so the door on this is a little wonky the buttons I don't really mind they're like those tacked buttons that you that are very very clicky that can like you know create a divot in your finger when you're using them too much one two three sorry I locked it I've noticed if I grab the mod like this and I want to use it with my finger and I grip it the door slides up do you see the door sliding up just a little bit do you see the door how it slides up when I grab it, I feel that door. I feel it slide up just a little bit 
in my hands when I grab it or when I grab it like this I feel the door slide back and forth there's a little bit of like side to side in the door and you can pull it all the way off you can see the super clean internals looks like something like a PC builder would make there's they got like shrink tube on these heavily braided wires it's very very nice and clean on the inside and it's easier rather than sliding the door back on it's easier to pop the bottom in and then pop the top in like that it feels very durable but every once in a while when I'm using it I feel the door move and that uh, and that bothers me and I don't have a solution for that or how they could have done it better or differently it's just something something I noticed fabricated in Southern California USA so that's from beast mode mods um, the BMI I'll probably do a review for this later on after I've spent more time with it but uh, this combo has been like my go-to combo lately it's been freaking awesome That was three in a row. You can count them later. So moving on, the next first impressions that I want to do is something else that I picked up at the Vegas Vape Summit. This is the Squape. I've never had a Squape before. This is the Squape RS. This is the newest version of the Squape. And I was not familiar with the Squape in any capacity, but it comes with a bunch of different decks. The M deck. This is the something else deck. This is the other deck, and they all look slightly different, and they some of them have wide channels for your wicks, some of them have no channels, some of them have very shallow, oh, this is the C, so that's the C right there. It's got a shallower channel for your deck. This is the something, and it's got a completely different deck in there, and this is the other thing, and it's got a little more airflow and then dual coils you know set up for your for your wick and this is the M I forget which one I have in here I don't remember which deck that I have in here it does come with instructions and because I've never used the scrape I had to actually read the instructions about how you apply your deck the screws it's very much built like a k-fun um, I think I can pull the deck off of here so I can see which one I'm using because um, this is how you fill it up and it's kind of like uh, you pull the whole deck out yeah I'm using the S deck so okay well let's just show you let's show you the build let's do that zoomy in thing on that we have to do in the vlog sometimes that's my build on the S deck you can see the wicks go into those little juice channels right there and I'm still fiddling around with uh, how to how to build it best how to wick it best you know it's kind of a it's kind of a big learning process which is actually like an exciting thing like you kind of go oh i have to relearn how to do things and i've had to do that uh, a lot is this the right juice for this that's filling it up is very very strange there's not a lot of room for filling in here oops got some down the middle and as far as I can tell, whoops, got some down the middle. As far as I can tell, this tank part doesn't actually come apart. I haven't seen that this comes apart or that the chimney comes apart in any capacity. It does have an adjustable airflow. I mean, the machining on it is 
crazy. It's incredible. It's really, really good. It's got a nice protruding 510 pin, so you can rock it on a uh, on a hybrid style mod. I built this with a single coil because I wanted to use it on this vapor flask. Um, what did this single coil come out to? 0.92 ohms. Oh, that is just, I haven't built that high in fucking forever. I've got it at 21 watts. Just low wattage, high ohm vaping. The flavor is, uh, the flavor is really, really nice. I really, really like it. I don't think I put the right juice in here at all, actually. So far, my wicking has been holding up really, really well. Uh, I haven't got any dry hits or anything like that. What I really want to do is build this Squape RS with nickel so I can get that whole temperature control action happening. Um, I've done a lot. I've done a couple of... Uh, I've done a couple of nickel builds, but never in a dripper. It's always in a tank. It's always in like a K-Fun. Um, I did a nickel build in that soft vape tank. I did a nickel build in the K-Fun. It's always in K-Funds. It's always in tanks. I haven't done a dripper nickel build yet. Um, but what I really want to do... Sorry, off topic. What I really want to do is put a nickel build in this Squape. Uh, I've always thought the Squape looked really, really cool. And if anybody knows if this tank comes all the way apart, please let me know. As far as I can tell, only the drip tip comes out. Um, the airflow is tight. Um, I think it's designed for like mouth to lung hits. But I've just been doing lung hits with it. Let me try to adjust the airflow real fast. I basically just... Okay, that is a tight airflow. That's a tight airflow. I'm going to knock this down on the airflow and do some uh, traditional, what I call, trad vaping mouth-to-lung hits. It's a lot like the K-Fun. You can throw some high-nick juice in there and just... Uh, traditional vape for days or you can open the airflow all the way up to the biggest hole and do some uh, lung to lung inhales um, which is how I've been using it it's just been a really really nice vape um, obviously yes like with all my first impressions I will report back later on with how things are performing in the real world uh, I believe the last thing I want to talk about is this tank so this is the Zephyrus <laughs> this comes oh this is the IPV version 4 too I just got that uh, big safety issue with this just gonna say it don't use this 9 volt charger there's a hole up here for a 9 volt charger don't use it. Someone had posted on Facebook that uh, Pioneer knew about this safety issue and released it anyway. Um, if you're going to charge it, just pop out your batteries. This little sleeve slides off. You can pop your batteries out. You can pop new ones in. It literally takes zero effort. With that said, fuck, this is a nice mod. I've really enjoyed using it. I enjoy everything about it. I love the feel. I love the button. The, the buttons aren't rattly. There's no rattle, which is great. It's rare to find that in a China mod. Usually the bat or the, the, the buttons just rattle like crazy. Such is not the case. But this tank, I put the blue O-rings in there. This comes from UD, UD Technologies. And this is the Zephyrus. And it's basically their sub-ohm 
tank um, comes with pre-built coil heads, dual coil pre-built organic cotton coil heads. It also comes with an RBA deck that I'm very interested to try. It looks like a bit of a challenge. Looks like you're going to have to build really, really small coils in there. I mean, microscopic micro coils in there because the deck is so tiny, but they give you room for a dual coil in there, which is... Uh, it's kind of weird. It's kind of a weird. Uh, it's kind of a weird little thing. Actually, I've been really enjoying this IPv version four. It's just been. Uh, it's just been a hell of a device. I've only had it for uh, I don't know, two days maybe, but it's been my go-to, especially with this tank. The airflow on this tank is nice and wide open. It kind of reminds me of the Atlantis version two. The flavor is. Uh, is pretty stellar. Uh, out of all the UD products I've tried thus far, this is probably one of my favorite things. Um, it's just very, very nice. I like tanks. You know what I mean? I love dripping. Oh, I love dripping. But if I have the choice nowadays between grabbing like a sub-ohm tank or a dripper, I'll just grab a sub-ohm tank and just sit and vape and not worry about dripping you just vape and your beer and you got friends on the television oh that chandler is so funny you got everything and you don't have to you don't have to pop your top look at your coils you go okay yeah that's pretty wet i'm gonna put this back together and then vape you don't even have to look you just grab your mod you have your tank And it's great. This is a top filling. Uh, this is a top filling. Uh, where the hell is my caramel corpse? Where are you, caramel corpse? I need to fill you up. Nope. 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 Okay. Fuck it. I don't know where my caramel corpse bottle is. I was going to fill this tank up. It's got a top fill system. So you unscrew the top. And there's this little red gasket in there. The little red gasket has two little little prongs on it and that exposes the fill hole. So it's like a figure eight fill hole so you can fill one side and the air goes up the other and then you just pop this little gasket back into the holes. It goes in every time and you screw your top back on and you fill it that way and it's great. It's a great filling system because as liquid goes into a tank, air has to go somewhere. And there's other tanks where you fill from the top where you have to, like, close off the juice, fill it up, turn back on the juice flow. Okay? That's a thing because the air has to go somewhere. Same thing goes for this silo beast. You screw, you unscrew it from the top like this. Top filling, you know, fill. You pour your juice in. You screw this back on. And then when you're screwing this back on... Nine times out of ten, or ten times out of ten, I should say, you'll see bubbles happening, and then you get a little bit of a slurp. You get a little bit of a gurgle for your first couple hits. You kind of have to vape through the gurgle. With this, you fill it up, air goes in, or air, liquid goes in, air goes out, you screw it all back together, and it's phenomenal. There's no gurgly hits or anything. 
as always, got to spend more time with both the IPV and the Zephyrus tank. Um, based on right now, I would buy the Zephyrus tank without even thinking about it. Without a heartbeat, it's a gr without a heartbeat. Is that even a saying? That's not a saying. Without a heartbeat, in a heartbeat, that makes much more sense. I would buy this tank. I love the stock coil heads. I like the refill. The tank capacity is a little bit small, but it's no big deal. I got used to this Silo Beast, which has like a five and a half mil capacity. It's just a giant. Look at the size difference in these tanks. This is just a big giant tank, and it does come with a small, you know, smaller tank that you can use on there. I'm going to revisit this. I'm going to throw a review in a future vlog for the Silo Beast because I feel like I gypped Beyond Vape the first time with the first silo. I didn't really give it a proper review. I'm going to give this one a proper uh, proper review, even though I think both Ruby Roo and Matt have a review for the Silo Beast up, but I don't, whatever. It is what it is, and I want to spend some time with it first. All right, onward. We've done some first impressions. I don't have any retro vaping. So what I want to do uh, now that this vlog is running far too long, and it's surprising because I met so many people at uh, at the Vegas Vape Summit who are like, I would watch a three-hour long vlog. I don't even care. No, it's never going to happen. There's never going to be a three-hour long vlog. What I am hoping to do in the future is do a live vlog. From beginning to end, it'll all be live. We'll throw some giveaways in there. We'll do some beer tastings together. I'm going to put out what beer it is beforehand so as many people as possible, we can all have the same beer. How cool would that be to do a live vlog where we all are interacting with each other and we're all drinking the exact same beer? God, I think that would be so cool. So I have a future live vlog planned. I'm not quite sure when that's going to happen. But what I want to do is talk about music and talk about viewer mail. So first things first, music. All right, it's music time. If anybody's wondering that intro, that quick little dorky intro that I did that I want to replace so badly, the music, the band is Angel Vivaldi. That's uh, the Mercurian summer song. I, I featured them uh, in a previous vlog, and that's the uh, that's the song, The Mercurian Summer, uh, by Angel Vivaldi. He's kind of like a pretentious pretty boy who plays guitar, but I like his shit, so I don't care. First band up, Ken. A fellow named Ken sent me this band, Marmozettes? Marmozettes. Hmm, I'll put them in the vlog, of course, music playlist, uh, as well as on my Spotify. I put them in the new Rad Things, I believe, but they have this song called Why Do You Hate Me? And that's something that I have been saying to a lot of people forever. If you've ever come across me in my travels, um, it's just something I'll say to people and I have no idea why I'm saying it. Uh, I'll just be like, why do you hate me? I don't know why I say that, but this song is called Why Do You Hate Me? I don't even know how to categorize this band. I don't even know how to categorize this band. It's a girl singer. I guess it's punky, but she does some like, like grindy screams every once in a while. It is pretty punky. I don't want YouTube to snip me for... She does some screaming. 
She does some singing, but they're called Marmazettes. And I'll post a link in the description uh, to where you can listen to this as well. I mean, let me just make sure that it's on my Add to Playlist. New Rad Things. Okay. So this song, Marmazettes, if you follow me on Spotify, is in my New Rad Things playlist, which I do... You know, it reminds, you know what it reminds me of? And this isn't part of the official music portion, but I'm going to embarrass somebody real fast. Um, there's a girl in the vaping community named Ilea. She works for uh, she, her and her man friend, uh, uh, Jet. Fucking, why can't I remember his name? I am an asshole. Ilea? Oh, no. Jeff? <laughs> is his name Jeff? Is your name Jeff, Jeff? Dot mod. Ilea and... Ilea and... Jeff. I can't remember. I'm a terrible person. But... Um, uh, she was in a band, or is in a band, or was in a band. And it kind of... When I first heard that band Marmosets, that's what it reminded me of. Now, let's see. It's in my music. Let's go to artists. Albums. Yes. Romance Mechanics. So, Ilea sang in a band called the Romance Mechanics. And they were very punk rock. I mean, just pop punk. Listen to her. I find that appealing. I have a serious weakness for girls that can sing. Uh, it's the reason why I listen to bands like, uh, uh, you know, Hailstorm or Paramore. I just, when a girl can sing, I go, fuck, that's so cool. She can sing and that makes me happy. There you go. Ilea was in a band called The Romance Mechanics. Uh, find them on Spotify. I'll try to find their video and post it in the description to this video so you can check them out. Additionally, the last band I have to talk about is uh, from a guy named Howard. Uh, where did it go? Howard. A guy named Howard emailed me and says, Hey, Grim, I really enjoy your videos. You made uh, vaping so easy. I just passed my one-year mark. Anyway, one of my buddies I graduated high school with is in this band with another buddy of mine. And they have been in many bands together, but this might be their best. They are called Hammer Fight. Uh, there's a link where you can check them out. Keep up your great work. Reverb Nation Hammer Fight. Um, let me try to, uh, you're not going to be able to hear it. You're not going to be able to hear this. But let's give it a listen anyway. They are, uh, well, they're like a thrash metal band. You're not going to be able to hear this very well at all. They look like they're in municipal waste. One dude's wearing a Cannibal Corpse t-shirt. He's got like growly, thrashy vocals. And uh, I mean, they would fit right in with that kind of new crossover thrash stuff like Vector. Oh, God, I love Vector. Um, this song's called Ruben's Ride, and I'm not sure if they're talking about the sandwich or possibly a gentleman named Ruben. This is good. It's good shit. I really like it. Sounds like Motorhead, uh, Iron Maiden, Municipal Waste, and Zeke. That's kind of a 
that's kind of a, a an accurate uh, thing. So they're uh, from the New Jersey scene, saturated with death metal and hardcore. Hammer Fright brings a sound that many kids these days have missed: rockin' hard metal, versatile enough to share the stage with the most extreme death metal acts, to classic hard rock bands, and everything in between. Hammer Fight is here to kick some ass. So keep your eyes and ears open. They may be in your town soon. Definitely check out Hammer Fight. Um, Definitely. Thank you, Howard, for sending that my way. Good luck to you and your buddies uh, in Hammer Fight. I'll post a link in the description to their Reverb Nation page. I don't believe that they are on Spotify, but we can try. We can look, right? Let's search for Hammer Fight. Hammer Fight. Hammer Fight! They are on Santa Spotify. Here's Ruben's Ride. Uh, it sounds... They sound like that. They have like some. I'm gonna put this Ruben's Ride in my playlist. New rad things. There you go. So if you follow me on Spotify, you can check out the uh, you can check out the Hammer Fight and uh, and all that nonsense. I'm running out of time, but I desperately I desperately want to do some uh, some viewer mail. Viewer mail. All right, we're gonna do some. Uh, we're gonna do some freaking viewer mail right now. Um, the first viewer mail that I have. This is gonna be. We're gonna be wrapping up the blog with some viewer mail. This is a very, very frequently asked question. This comes to me via someone named Carrie. Uh, she writes to me and says, "Hello, Grim. I am an aspiring reviewer, and I was wondering if I could get some advice from you on how to get my name out there." and be able to successfully advocate for our vaping rights. I'm sure you get emails like this all the time. I do. But I truly want to make a difference. Thanks, brah. <laughs> That's how she signed it. Thanks, brah. Okay, Carrie, here's the thing. And anybody else listening up, uh, I get these emails uh, in my email, in on YouTube, and on Facebook, and on Instagram, and everywhere. Twitter, everywhere. On the daily um, there's a lot of people who want to be vape reviewers. Now, here's what I'm going to say. This is going to be my final my final word on the subject. Just do it. Just be. Just start doing it. Uh, there's no magic thing. Uh, you just do it. <laughs> you get in front of your camera. You turn on your lights. You sit in front of your microphone and you go and you do it and you be yourself and you have fun and you talk about the things that you love. There is no little secret to suddenly becoming some sort of overnight sensation vape celebrity, which is the, I, I hate that. I hate that term. There's no thing to it. As long as you're doing it, and as long as you're having fun doing it, and as long as you maintain your integrity, and as long as you feel good and honest about what you're doing, then then do it. That's just it. There's nothing to it. You just do it. You just do it. Um, get a good camera. All the vape reviewers use the same camera. It's this Logitech C920. I've at least said that to at least a bazillion people. Logitech C920, get a good microphone. There's a ton of good microphones out there. I have the Yeti Blue with a little pop filter on there and it seems to sound pretty good. Make sure you have plenty of lighting, make sure you speak clearly, and make sure that you're just yourself. And I always tell this to, you know, I tell the same thing to everybody. If you have good content, 
people will watch. There's something like 70 YouTube reviewers, vape people, 70 on YouTube right now. So if you have good content, people will watch. I watch videos with good content. I have a bunch of subscriptions. I love watching Matt and Ruby's videos. I love watching Indoor Smokers videos. I like watching P. Bissardo's videos. I love Todd from the UK. Additionally, outside of vaping, there's a lot of other uh, vape, I mean non-vape people that I subscribe to. There's a Disneyland channel called Fresh Baked that I just like. I'm a huge Disneyland fan, and I just like it. There's this other guy who I was just watching before I shot this vlog. Hello, Greedo. He's fantastic. He just does Star Wars videos, and that's all he does. The dude's got like 60,000 subscribers, and all he does is sit in a Stormtrooper helmet and talk about Star Wars. That's what he does. He has found his niche, and that's what he does. So what I will say to you is just do your thing. Just be cool, be yourself. If people like it, they will watch. If they don't, they will move on to somebody else. And there are millions and billions of people in the world. So chances are you can find a niche. For me, I guess my niche is people who vape, listen to metal, uh, and drink beer, possibly. You might be a tattooed scumbag like myself. You might be into comic books. Batman, for example, shout out to my brother who gave me this hoodie for my birthday. And yes, I'm wearing a hoodie in Southern California because I'm chilly. So deal with it. Just do it. Just jump in, be yourself, have fun, do it. Advocate all you want, review all you want, vlog all you want. I, you know, really, honestly, the more the merrier. I don't, I don't care. It would just be fun. Uh, I like seeing more people involved. So do your thing, Carrie Cloud. Do your thing. Got one more email here. Uh, this is a technical question, which of course I'm awesome at because I have a you know a column in Vape News Magazine. Let's ask Grim Green. Feel free to check it out. Nick, I'm currently using an AR mod with an Infinite CLT version two. I'm looking to step up to a box mod, but I'm torn between regulated and unregulated. Mm. I'm wondering which one you would recommend for each. Thank you, Justin. P.S. I like the Duke and the Ice Stick, but I also like those unregulated mods. I'm just so lost, and I could use your opinion. Here's the thing, Justin. If you like mech mods, an unregulated box mod is great. If you build low, like 0.2 and lower, unregulated box mods is the way to go. Uh, my Titan mod, double 18650, unregulated, dual MOSFET for the Switch. It's, I love it. It's just a Hammond box, but it's great. It's a great Hammond box. I love it. Nine times out of 10, uh, if I'm dripping, this is the device I will grab. I happen to have the new Twisted Messes RDA on here. I've got a delicious juice, and it's wonderful. It acts like a mech. You can build low, but it's dual 18650, so you're spreading out your amp load a little bit. It's got this one in particular has a dual MOSFET for the switch. Be sure to find something with at least a MOSFET in there for the switch. Plenty of power, plenty of battery life. With that said, if you're using tanks, maybe the Kanger, maybe the uh, Atlantis, maybe the Zephyrus, maybe a regulated mod might be good for you too. Twisted Messes uh, uses the IPV. That's what he uses as an IPV. He vapes at 112 watts. Uh, and I only know this because 
in Las Vegas, he came with me and a bunch of other people to the Clutch Show, and he left his mod at the Gaslight Vapor booth, and Ruby Roo took it, for safekeeping, of course. And she got curious and said, I wonder what Twisted Mess's vape's at. So she pushed the button over 100 watts on his IPV, and he was running something wicked low, like 0.16 ohms at 100 watts on his IPV. I like regulated mods as well. It's really a toss-up. If you see something you like, think about what you want to put on it. Unregulated mods are great for low-ohm builds. Regulated mods, great for low-ohm builds, also good for higher-ohm builds. I have a Kanger Nano with a 1.2-ohm coil head in there. I can put it on a dual 18650 regulated mod like the Segeli 150 and just get days worth of battery life because you don't have to run the wattage that high. With this IPV, this is 0.4 ohms. I've got it at 53 watts. It's been great. I've been getting great battery life. I like the form. I like the function. It's tough. It's tough to choose one over the other. Just think about what you want to put on top of it, Justin. Think about it. Thank you. Last, last thing I want to talk about, Mr. Freeze, Mr. Freeze, Chris Freeze from the TVA Show podcast and from uh, Vape Mania, Vapor Slam, Vape Mania 2014, Winston-Salem, North Carolina. I talked to him on the reg. We'll just message back and forth to shoot the shit. He'll send me graphics or pictures of him dressed up in a sting costume. Uh, and he sent me something recently that I was... I thought was uh, intriguing. It's something he found on Reddit, and he sent me uh, a link to this video. Uh, and the guy, his YouTube namble, handle is Totalitarian Tol Community College. He does Magic the Gathering videos. All his videos are about Magic the Gathering. Petite Nurse Tina, if you're watching this video, Watch this guy, Magic the Gathering. I know you're super into that, which is super cool. Magic the Gathering, that's what he does videos on. So he uploaded a video basically stating that, well, I'll read you. It says, essentially, the guy does Magic the Gathering reviews. He asked if people would basically hire him as a collective to keep up with the pace of videos. He quit teaching. Uh, he quit quit teaching X classes for every eight hundred and eighty-one dollars he got paid for the class for a month. Okay, I don't know exactly what that means. So, what he's done is he's basically. I don't know how I feel about this. <laughs> I don't know if this would go over well in the vape world, and that's exactly what I told Freeze. He basically went on video and said, "Look." I quit my job. I'm going to do these videos full time. If you like them, then you can support me. You can pay to support me to see these videos. And people jumped on like you can't imagine. The dude's got 64,000 subscribers. All he does is Magic the Gathering videos. He's got 64,000 subscribers and in the link to this video... He posted a website called Patreon.com. 
And it says the professor is creating in-depth reviews of cardboard and cardboard accessories. Magic the Gathering videos. Um, he states, I am not a company or a studio or a collective of people working behind the scenes. I'm a 36-year-old professor who comes home after work and makes videos about cardboard and cardboard accessories. That's his funny way of saying Magic the Gathering. I don't make a lot of money. I don't mean at YouTube, whose ads pay in internet pennies. Rather, I don't make a lot of money at my job, and I work two of them. I don't get health care or vacation time. I enjoy making these videos for you so much, and I'd like to think people enjoy watching them. I want to help people spend their money wisely, enjoy the games they play more, and maybe even bring a smile to a few faces. With some help from patrons like you, I can't afford the equipment needed to continue making these videos. Replace equipment when it breaks and maybe, maybe request fewer classes so that I can devote more time to making videos for this channel. So this website, you can become a patron of this gentleman who makes Magic the Gathering videos. You can donate as low as $5 a month. You could do $20 a month if that's what you think his videos are worth. You can do $5 a month. You can do $100 a month. It doesn't matter. You can put in you can put in $1 a month. You can pay $1 a month just to help support this guy in his YouTubingness because YouTube pays fucking nothing. Okay, you might notice on some of my videos there's a little banner that pops up at the beginning and then you can close it. That's the extent of the advertising I do. On some of my older videos, some of my older, older, older videos, there's an ad that plays that you get like four seconds and then you can skip it. Those ads pay the most. The little banner that pops up, I think for every person that accidentally clicks on the banner, I get like an eighth of a cent or something like this. YouTube pays nothing. In order to make money off of YouTube, you have to have like 3 million subscribers and play unskippable video ads before your videos. That's how you make a living off of YouTube. I personally don't like really intrusive advertising, which is why I opted for the little banner that pops up and you close it. And then you continue watching the video. You don't have to deal with skipping a video. You don't have to deal with sitting through an ad or anything like that. This website allows people to donate a dollar a month up to, I wonder what the limit is. Wow. You can donate up to a hundred million dollars a month. There's no limit, but as low as a dollar a month. Right now, this guy, just from his YouTube subscribers, there's 932 out of 60, uh, how many did he have? 64,000 subscribers. There's 932 of those 64,000 have donated uh, $5 a month or something like that. They've donated some sort of money per month, a dollar, $5, $10 per month. The guy is making almost $5,000 per month just from these people who watch his videos and are donating a dollar a month or $5 per month. 
to support him. And I told Freeze, I said, I don't think this would go over really well. I don't know a lot of people that were around in 2009, but in 2009, there was a gentleman named Movie Ghost who was a YouTube reviewer. And he earned the name Moochie Ghost because back in 2009, he asked for donations. He asked for basically this. He asked for donations in order to buy new vape stuff to review. He basically said, I can't afford to keep buying vape stuff. If you want to see me continue to review vape stuff, you can PayPal donate me money. I'll use that money to buy a device, mod, atomizer, whatever. And then after the review, I'll do a giveaway for whatever I purchased. I didn't feel like that was really unreasonable. I thought, Wow, that's kind of actually a smart thing to do if you're not, uh, you know, if you're just starting up and you want and people want to see you review stuff. And then he got the name Moochie Ghost because everyone thought it was like a, a money grab type of thing, like they didn't trust him. And he got the name Moochie Ghost. And so as soon as that happened, I went, well, okay, maybe that was a really bad idea and maybe the vape community acted accordingly. This is back in 2009 when there were a couple thousand of us, so we all talked pretty frequently, and we all kind of nicknamed him Moochie Ghost. This is 2015, and people make a living off of the internet now. Uh, People make a living off of YouTube videos, and this guy who does Magic the Gathering videos is making uh, a little over $4,000 a month just from people donating. I would like some feedback on this. I don't think, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about this. Um, There are YouTube channels and there are podcasts that I listen to. Uh, I would do it for VP Live. I would do it for ClickBang. I would pay $5 a month to Russ in order to get to listen to ClickBang. I would pay $5 a month to Kevin in order to listen to VP Live. I would pay $5 a month easily to Ruby Roo or Matt or Twisted or a lot of people. There's a lot of stuff I I, I partake on the internet. Um, I, I think paying for things, you know, is a good thing. Obviously, everybody wants to get something for free. Um, that song that I put in the, uh, in the tar free video that that royalty free song i paid 18 dollars for that song in order to use it online that's money out of my pocket for this vlog um the camera that i bought that i have to buy a new one these are hundred dollar cameras that's money out of my pocket for these videos and i told chris or freeze rather i said uh i've never done that i don't think it would go over very well in the vape community uh uh, if people really want to support me, um, then they can go buy some delicious juice at Namber Juice and support me in the process. Obviously, this would be a good discussion for my next vlog, so thank you for the topic. Uh, and he replies, um, I know you haven't done it, but I wasn't sure if you had ever even thought about it. I don't think it would go over horribly. He has much less subscribers than you, and they all got behind him. So who knows if you need it, of course, but you already quit your job and you're doing this full time. I am doing this full time. 
it's interesting. It's an interesting discussion to have. Let me know your feedback. I'm not saying I'm going to do it. I'm not saying that I really feel like it's a good idea or a bad idea. I just think it's interesting that this guy has monetized his YouTube in a different way than what YouTube allows, than what YouTube will pay you for ads, which are nothing. This is this isn't people accidentally clicking on an ad. This is people who watch his videos and go, yes, your videos are worth $2 a month and I'm gonna pay you $2 a month in order to watch your videos so that you have some sort of compensation for the hard work that you're putting in. I think it's interesting. This guy can easily make a living off of the 932 patrons who are, uh, who are giving him money. It's just an interesting discussion. I would like to see what other YouTubers, non-YouTubers think about that. Now that this video is way too goddamn long, we're gonna wrap it up. Thank you so much, everybody, for joining me again. I hope you had a wonderful Thursday. Feels good to be back. We're gonna get back in our normal routine. Mech Mod Monday, Topper Tuesday, Wildcard Wednesday. I got a lot of very cool stuff coming up, including a lot of atomizers, tanks, Inokin, Cool Fire version four. That's that right there. I got this other weird mod that uh, it's called the Dolphin something or other. It looks a lot like the Opus D, except there's a spider on it. I don't know, man. China. Uh, it's not working. I got this atomizer here. This is the Orion version 2 from Aria built, which is a weird thing. I got a Limitless mod that I want to talk about. I got a new thing from Ritual Machine. They made the zombie. They have a new mech mod. I got that Cloud Chaser ink atomizer, the V mod. I got your mom's box all up in my face. Got the Goliath. I got some stuff to talk about. I got a lot of shit coming up. Hopefully I'll run into you at a future vape meet, either VCC in Pittsburgh or VaporCon West, Reno, Nevada. Let me take a breath. Thank you so much for watching, everybody. Your support means the world to me. And as always, gotta go with the silo fucking giant beast. Let's keep on vaping. I think I need to cough lighter, if that makes any sense. I think I push out too much vapor. You know, we're sitting there at a lounge uh, at the uh, Vegas Vape Summit. We were at the Golden Nugget down on Fremont Street. Uh, this is when the fight was happening. And who was there? Ruby Roo was there. Josh was there. I was there. Cloudy was there. Jess Marie was there. Amy was there. Ray, Ray was there. Ray was there. And everybody can do vape tricks except for me. And, you know, I watch Kylie Vapes, who I met at, uh, at Vape Summit. She's amazing. She does, like, these elbow bends. <coughs> She'll blow it. <coughs> she'll blow an O. And then she'll, like, hit it with her elbow. Or like blow two O's and go and then make them like body bends. And then there's the V-God guys who I met recently who blow an O and then like 
you know, they bring it around and it goes up and then they make a vertical jellyfish. It's the craziest shit. And so I've been practicing, but everybody could do O's except for me at that table. <coughs> I let too much vapor out of my mouth. Um, Kylie Vape said to make the angriest face you can. Like, make it look like you're really angry. Someday I'll get it. Today is not that day. <laughs> 